Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. So is mindfulness the same thing as meditation? No. Meditation is a beautiful way to get into your other bodies. And when you say other bodies, you mean spiritual, emotional... Physical. Physical. Okay, Mm -hmm. go on. But ideally, meditation would never remain just in the mind. You can begin there, but it doesn't end there. If it stays there, then it's not meditation. That's just you sitting in the loop of your own thoughts. You start meditating and your body relaxes Mm -hmm. and you calm down. So you notice differences in your physical and emotional being. Right. That's what meditation is. And so mindfulness is more just constantly being aware of what you're thinking. Yes. And that drives me bananas because I think we're in our thoughts all the time. And so when we're telling people mindfulness is the key, it's the key to what exactly? I find that it's really the key to a kind of insanity that we don't Mm. need. Well, I'm a perennial overthinker. (laughs) I can't help it. (laughs) Well, you can help it if you want to help it, right? (laughs) Yes. But you are quite the overthinker. Um, Well, you used to be. More yeah. so than you are now. Really? Yes. I feel like I'm still... Now, I just notice that when I'm... You're spiraling. When I'm spiraling, mm-hmm. uh, I tend to just... I and just I, shut it down. You shut it down. But I still over... I still can't help it. Like, I still overthink a lot. That's definitely something that yes. is detrimental to me. Because yes. we've been talking a lot in these podcasts about the story that you create for yourself. Mm-hmm. And yes. your perception of the world. I can take whatever information I've observed and mould it mm-hmm. to tell me what I want to know. Yes. So it's actually very subjective. Highly. But it's sold as an objective thing. Very much so. And that's quite the problem is that the mental body has undergone, it's pretty much damaged by the way we live our lives. And so with mindfulness, what you're doing is your understanding of your state of being, which is informed by your limited experiences. You can't help but see the world through the mind, Mm -hmm. the way in which the mind wants to see it. And the mind wants to see it in the framework of the stories you've been telling yourself. Exactly. So all you're doing is perpetuating a cycle rather than doing what you think you're doing, which is giving yourself peace. Precisely. And what happens often in that filter is we tend to apply some of the old scripts bit like what you were doing the other night when you were texting me. I know it's not how I think now, but it's all I keep thinking about. Mm -hmm. The feelings that I'm having are bringing this up. And for some reason, my mind is just going and going and going. And so I did what is my new coping mechanism, which is externalize it. So Mm -hmm. instead of being mindful and just watching it in my head get bigger and bigger and bigger (laughs) and more and more paralyzing Mm -hmm. and literally start shaping my reality differently to what it could be I now externalize it so speak to a friend speak to someone go this is how I'm feeling let's stop it here rather than letting it get to the point where I'm cancelling my plans or Mm -hmm. I'm feeling insecure or feeling shit Mm -hmm. like let's deal with it sooner let's get it off my chest Mm -hmm. sooner yeah or like engage end up engaging in some kind of sabotaging behavior it's interesting because i think for a while mindfulness it it is a great concept and being in the present is fantastic it's just maybe the application is not quite right exactly because i think that most people aren't there they're not necessarily ready for detachment they're not necessarily ready to grasp emotions where they can sort of sort of see it as a witness as opposed to being in the throes of it i think we've gone too long denying our emotional states yeah that 
mindfulness can often just be used as a coping mechanism or a default mode to say, oh, but I don't have to. I'm fully aware of what this means. You know, what you're saying is that mindfulness in its true application is about acknowledging the emotion that you're feeling. If you have fear of your emotions, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to be mindful. Often we're so scared Mm -hmm. of feeling the negative emotions Mm -hmm. that we don't want to be present in those emotions. We prefer to push them down. And I would even say emotions aren't necessarily negative. It's not about sort of saying, well, I'm okay with feeling this narrow set of emotions, but not this other large set of emotions that I'd prefer to ignore. We've gone so long ignoring them. I can just rationalize. I'm just being triggered right now. So I'm just going to be aware that I'm being triggered, but not allow myself to feel that. And what's funny about emotions is that they are the Mm -hmm. fastest way to knowing how you really feel. And what the truth is below that emotion. What is either the core fear or what is the block? It's amazing what you can really do and accomplish if you're willing to get out of your mind and sit with those feelings. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we're calling it never mindfulness. Mm -hmm. It's not about thinking in the present. It's about feeling in the present. Yes, exactly. And those are two actually very different things and being in the present because one is going to make you continue going round in circles and circles Mm -hmm. it's going to keep you in behavioral patterns emotions don't have those stories attached to them they're just emotions they are they're just experiences that's the freeing part of it Mm -hmm. and i'm sure that the beginning when people talk about being in the present that's what they meant but the problem is like a lot of things our fear (laughs) of being vulnerable of being Mm -hmm. open or of experiencing things we don't necessarily like Mm -hmm. has pushed the definition into something that's controllable very much because we want that we want that especially in today's society we want the shortcuts because we don't want to have to sit with it it takes time we'd rather be doing other things and it is so incredibly uncomfortable and what we don't get is that the emotion is really not as painful if you've been doing the work the sooner you can get to that the sooner you could be in a state of being where oh well, that doesn't feel good. Yeah. Okay, an hour later, yeah. well, you know, I'm feeling better. I am the queen of not wanting to be uncomfortable. Everything <laughs> has to be pleasurable, sensual, mm. on my terms. Mm-hmm. For so long, it was really obviously holding me back because one of the biggest things was I didn't want to feel any negative emotions because mm-hmm. that was another way of being uncomfortable. You know, my fear was always, what happens if I get so low, I can't get up? And then I remember I read, our oh, emotions are like waves. And actually, if you sit with an emotion, actually sit with it, what you'll notice mm-hmm. is that it will just slowly dissolve. And then the ego will kick in and try and make you hold on to the fear of that emotion because it wants to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. But if you manage to get through that bit, it just goes away. And the story ends. Whatever the story that was written in order to support that fear or emotion then also has to end and so you find that you get to move out of that pattern out of that state of being i used to believe that everything that was good would always just end up turning to shit so there was an expiry date on everything whatever it was so what would happen was is that i would be scared to feel any joy excitement trust Because the minute I felt those things, I knew that I would somehow be betrayed. And that was a story I told myself because of bullshit incidents that have happened in the past that happened to fit that pattern. Whether or not that pattern was going to keep repeating, I made it repeat. Yes. 
because I was convinced that it was going to. I was just as scared of feeling the joy mm-hmm. as I was scared of feeling the disappointment. Yeah. Once I became aware of that pattern, mm-hmm. following mindfulness, I promised myself just to sit in the present and enjoy the joy. Emotional hack 101. Just, you know, don't worry about the future, sit in the joy, mm-hmm. ignore the fact that you have this undercurrent of dread there. Push um, it down. Push, just it down. push it down. Push it down, push it down, push it down, push it down. But what I should have actually done mm-hmm. was stop for a moment and go, let's sit in both of these emotions. Because by not doing that, what ended up happening was it did become the self-fulfilling prophecy of the dread existing got louder and louder and louder Mm -hmm. until disappointment followed. And I didn't have a choice when it all fell apart that time Mm -hmm. to kind of sit down and go, okay, what the fuck is going on? This was clearly the biggest pattern of all, avoiding being uncomfortable Mm -hmm. in these negative emotions. And so I did the opposite. And, you know, if people listen to the I'll Go Dark episode, they'll hear about it in more detail. Mm -hmm. But I really sat in those emotions. Yes, you did. (laughs) And allowed myself to figure out why I felt that way. That was the first chance I'd given myself to break out of that pattern. You were still not trying to figure it out mentally. No. Not at all. I tried to initially. Yes, you did. (laughs) For a very long time, I was like, is it this? Is it this? And -hmm. what happened was, is that when I was trying to do it that way, I got exhausted because my mind was just on overdrive, like a hamster wheel going through it. And it was making me more and more miserable. Mm -hmm. And once I sat in it, it was a horror show, (laughs) but it didn't last very long. Could have been worse. If you're using mindfulness to bypass the truth, you are literally going to drive yourself insane. Which most people do. Just as a tip that I've read somewhere, which really helped when I was really scared of Uh all this stuff, is that you don't have to say, I am angry or I am sad. You can just say a part of me feels angry or a part of me feels sad. And that allows you the objectivity that Mm -hmm. you can still allow those feelings without necessarily feeling like you have to embody them in the same way. Because it allowed me to also have two or three emotions happening at the same time. Mm -hmm. Because it's normal. If, let's say, you go on a good date with someone, you can be really happy, but you can also be a bit scared or you can also be a bit nervous saying I am this mm-hmm. you're also minimizing all the other emotions that are also happening at the same time yeah. and it's so often because we don't have a vocabulary we're yeah. sort of five-year-olds with that emotional vocabulary aren't we yeah we're basically communicating via emojis <laughs> right I think no I actually think emojis have more they do emotions than we do <laughs> but yes that's why people say I feel a mix of emotions is that you can say a part of me feels this yes. a part of me feels that it allows you to see the truth mm-hmm. of what's going yeah. on in that moment I was allowing it not surrendering to it well so often that's what creates anxiety anxiety was not really in people's vocabulary when I was growing up and now everybody's anxious and it's because they're so overwhelmed with emotion that they can't handle it and so they just tend to push it away Mm. but the more they push it away the more anxious they become it doesn't work to suppress or deny Mm. your emotions anymore I find that majority of people what they're mostly doing is convincing themselves to stay in the relationship as opposed to trying to work on it and that could be with a partner or somebody or with a job it doesn't matter it's just the fact of the matter is that we have burned out our minds in order to support our stories and our lives mindfulness allows you to do that it does because it's telling you Mm -hmm. live in the moment Mm -hmm. don't think about really anything and be that kind of impartial observer Mm -hmm. who's just allowing things to happen like you're aware of your triggers okay you're aware of what bothers you Mm -hmm. so just accept them yes this whole series that we've been doing has been about allowing people to come into their own power and a lot of our power comes from our emotions allowing Mm -hmm. mindfulness to 
numb your emotions Mm -hmm. it's another way of losing your power you're numbing the way in which you can see your truth which means then knowing yourself and numbing the way in which you can connect to other people as well as connect to yourself that is all through emotions yes now i know that this used to trigger me and yes i still feel all those things sometimes and i still have to sit with them again and again and like deal with it and talk about it and all the rest of it now these things recur they kind of burn through much quicker they do so separation informs our 3d reality and what does separation mean it means well it's part of our free will existence okay so in our ability to judge we determine things are good or bad it's polarity because the mind has been able to develop a way to live in separation right and that's how we judge from our minds and we're critical thinkers what's happened is that when it comes to our emotions when it comes to living in this world which is just changing rapidly our minds can't manage it Because our minds really want to hold on to the separation. So that's why we've exhausted it. And that's why if we're really looking to heal ourselves, if we're looking to expand in our consciousness, our minds can't get us there. They won't get us there. It is not the solution. Because it can only see things in black and white. Precisely. And it can't feel. It can only put reasons onto feelings. Exactly. So really you've got to go through the heart. Absolutely. And when you say heart, what we mean is, You've got to feel your way through it. So that's why I think it's about replacing mindfulness with heartfulness. Allowing yourself to look at something as it is, Mm -hmm. which is the concept of mindfulness. But in order to look at something as it really is, Mm -hmm. you also have to acknowledge how that makes you feel. Yes. Give yourself the space for that to be okay. Exactly. Because I think that's the thing where you were saying about judging in mind. Definitely in my experience, when I'd feel something... I'd always feel like I wasn't allowed to feel that way. No, we are so quick to judge our own emotions. And yeah, absolutely. So I, again, was bypassing my truth because there could have been a really good reason why I was feeling that way. Mm-hmm. You know, and it might not have been one that I needed to share with anyone else, but it was telling me something. I spent so many of my years trying to find peace by numbing my emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't do it through alcohol or drugs or addictive behaviours. I was actually stone cold sober the whole time. Mm. I numbed in a different way. I numbed by switching off. It was under the guise of mindfulness. I'm just observing. I'm being in the present. You know, it's called a present because it's a gift. (laughs) The problem is with that message, (laughs) even though there's merit in it and there's a lot of merit in it, Mm -hmm. if someone's heart isn't open at all, they are processing that message through their mind. (laughs) Oh, the irony. Yeah, which means that they're perpetuating the cycle, which they've always done, Mm -hmm. which is try and control the present. Yes, which means then I think that the entire concept has lost merit. Well, I just want to encourage people to really consider that there are other paths to healing and that often mindfulness, it's a go-to because it's considered safer. And I can honestly say that because as somebody who's sort of been in this field for 15 years, even I cheated. We all cheat at some point. Early on, I promise. (laughs) I mean, yesterday. <laughs> no, we are often we're often struggling with it. Yeah. So even if you consider yourself spiritual and you do all the things that you think that you're supposed to be doing to make you spiritual and whole and peaceful and have this great relationship to yeah. your version of a god, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Are you really, if you're not there in your emotional body? Are you numbing your emotions or are you feeling them? Mm-hmm. Are you manipulating mindfulness or are you being never mindfulness, aka Heartful. I think we just need to be heartful. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.